When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, believers, non-believers, and everyone in between. You're listening to Stories with Sapphire. I am Sapphire Sandalo. Now get cozy and open your mind because it's story time. Welcome to the final episode of Season 5. There will still be bonus episodes while the show is on a brief break, so make sure to continue to tune in. If you like what you hear and would like to support this independently run show, head over to patreon.com slash stories with Sapphire to learn more. This podcast is so much more than just a paranormal podcast to me. It is a love letter to my Filipino roots. It is a resource for those looking for answers. It is a real-time documentation of my spiritual journey. And it is a community that has connected me with people who have, in all sincerity, changed my life. Micah Yanessa from Season 1 recently connected me with Rani Agogo a psychic medium, initiated priestess, spirit worker, healer, and creepy special effects content creator. Even before messaging Rani on Instagram, I knew that this connection was ancestrally guided. I haven't known her very long, and yet she has been instrumental in several recent spiritual breakthroughs. In this episode, Rani recounts how she was initiated into this work through possession, and the many miracles she's been blessed with. And I share what it was like to witness Rani's power firsthand. So you want me to do that now? Yes. Okay. I'm Rani Agogo, and I am from Los Angeles, California. I work with spirits every day. I'm an initiated priestess, so a lot of very interesting things happen. For me daily. I usually censor my podcast, but it felt disrespectful to restrict Rani's colorful vocabulary when she had been so open and honest with me. So if that bothers you, this is your heads up. So my initiation started actually through spirit. I wasn't trying to do this shit back in the day. I was very comfortable with just doing special effects and making weird videos. But I ended up being possessed by spirits. Um, it got, like, kind of we kept having major connectivity yeah. issues and needed to restart yeah, the interview yeah. several times. Usually when stuff like this happens for me, I'm like, okay, communication got here, some tobacco. Let's have some clear communication. And then it just magically starts working. So. I mean, you sound clear right now, but who knows? <laughs> I heard the offering has been accepted. <laughs> Back to Rani's possessions. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, it was pretty wild. 
So where do I begin? It started, um, let me start to like, let me talk about the begin my beginnings. I used to always hear and see spirits and um, I didn't want to have anything to do with that. I used to drink a lot to kind of numb that, but ever since I was a kid, I could hear, see spirits, and and um, every now and then a spirit would jump in me and like relay a message to someone, and it always fucking freaked me out. As a kid, I was a very old soul, so I was very angry all the fucking time. Um, I would see things like one particular spirit I used to see a lot was a woman who would always wear this veil over her her face and she would always just stand there and like watch me and it would always scare the crap out of me and I would just try to cover myself with a blanket or or when I got older I would just talk on the phone with friends like till late you know until I would fall asleep because I was just fucking scared I'd always see things in the dark especially but yeah that was my life before and then when I went to New Orleans for some reason when I started hearing these spirits and letting these spirits talk through me and for some reason um, I was very okay with it as opposed to before I was really afraid I would just try to shut it down whatever if you were to watch black tea and bourbon you would see that I have this completely different accent and actually watching it now I could I could tell that I was channeling multiple entities Black Tea and Bourbon is a docu-series on Rani's YouTube channel, Rancig, where she documents her time in New Orleans. The link is in the show notes for you to watch later, and I highly recommend it. There was this guy, and he had, like, tattoos all over his face, and he was kind of, like, pushing, like, into our space. And it was just me and my, and my partner at the time. And I just felt this very powerful presence and I, this is so not like me, but I felt that presence. And it was, it just looked at this guy and was like, young man, you need to sit down. And the guy looked at me and he just started crying. And I put my hand on his shoulder and I'm like, is there something you need to tell me? But with this accent, you know, and the guy says, I killed a man. And he, he, it looked like he had like a, a wound on his head or something. It was really creepy. And the voice was like, you most certainly did. Now go sit down and have something warm to drink. And the guy looks at me and he's like, are you Jesus? And then he just like goes inside of this gas station and then like sits down and is just like drinking or like having soup. And me, me and my partner are like, what the fuck just happened? And that voice was like, oh, he thinks I'm Jesus. And I was like, what is happening? Because while I was in New Orleans, it was almost like people thought it was local because I had this like accent and I was just talking to people the way I would never talk to anyone. I would tell people good afternoon, good morning, and like talk about how kids these days are, how always have their phones in their faces. It was, it was fucking wild. And that was when I was like, whoa, I'm like letting spirits talk through me. And it wasn't, to me, it wasn't even scary because I'd had scarier instances before of spirits hopping in while I would be drunk at parties or whatever. And it always scared the crap out of me. And I would just like not want to have anything to do with it. But when I was in New Orleans, it was like, it was different. It was like a presence that was very like powerful, kind of scary, but almost godlike. And I was very comfortable with letting the spirit talk through me. But then when I was watching back at the footage, like it was multiple things. It's crazy. 
So when I'm channeling, it kind of feels like I'm not in my body. Um, I don't know if you've ever done ketamine, but it's <laughs> it's like being on ketamine where I'm not in my body, but some, something else is talking and I can hear myself talking and I know it's not me because I, I feel like I took a back seat. So that's what happens sometimes when I do channeling, like mediumship channeling and allow spirit to talk through me. But that's um, that's usually the last, it's not usually my go-to when I channel because it does take its toll on my body. And they taught, and spirit has taught me that there are other ways that I can channel just by listening and then repeating what I hear. But sometimes um, spirits jump in and that's why, I, that's why I'm sober. Because actually when you drink, you lower your vibration and that's when spirits that are a little naughty want to hop in and uh, use you as a, a, a megaphone. So when I was in New Orleans, I was allowing it to happen and then these spirits just so happened to come home with me. They uh, made me clean my whole house, but it was really bizarre because when I was possessed, I I was feeling nauseated because actually when you let spirits ride you or when you let spirits speak through you through possession, you feel sick. Your body kind of, it takes its toll on your body. So yeah, it was very interesting because different deities came to me at different times and taught me some really crazy magical shit. And back then I thought I was going, I thought I was going crazy because I'm like, okay, like I thought I was going to go home and it was going to be like normal, but I literally felt like I was on acid for like two months (laughs) there were points where I was like when is this insanity going to end and it was it was like it was like I was in a spiritual boot camp because they were making me learn how to be mindful they had my my, I had to clean my whole house like scrub all the walls down for like two months I was cleaning my house and nothing would work unless I listened to these spirits I I used to uh, joke that I was possessed by the spirit of Mary Poppins because she got me sober they got me to clean my house and to learn how to um, work with spirits. The possession, it was like, it feels like, it feels like fucking like 50 years ago, but it was literally like just a couple years ago. I don't even know. I don't even know what time is anymore. Ever since I started working with spirit, I just kind of like go with the flow and things just, just amazing things just keep happening. It's just, it's bizarre. I don't even know how to explain it to you. Yeah, I used to think I was really crazy until a lot of really amazing things started happening, like miracles. Well, when I was, it actually, the the possession hap- was going on for a couple months, and that's when the miracles started happening. I wouldn't even call, like, the, the priestessing, initiated priestessing, where you, you, like, the schooling of it. That, to me, was just kind of a bullshit thing just to say that I was initiated. But to be honest with you, the real initiation happened before that. One thing was they wanted me to clean my house, right? So I had to, I had a journal and I would have to write down every single thing because they were talking through me. I mean, talking, talking through me, but then I realized that was making me sick. So they would do more of an automatic writing thing or like talk to me in my in my mind and I would write things down but they had me clean my house and it took two whole months to clean my house and I'm like I need to go to work I need to start fucking making money I can't be just cleaning my house and not doing anything else but that and spirits like don't worry money's coming to you and I'm like okay and the next fucking day in my mail 
There was a check for like $3,800 just from some old job that said they didn't pay me the full amount. And I was like, oh, I guess I really don't have to work. I'll just keep doing what spirit tells me. And that was just one instance where I was like, oh shit, like this is pretty legit. They're really hooking me up just by cleaning my act up and cleaning my house. Another funny instance was they were trying to teach me to be mindful about how I eat. Like I said, it was like a spiritual boot camp. And they were telling me, no watching TV while you're eating, because that was a habit of mine before. So my partner is like, well, we want to watch, watch Stranger Things or whatever, and turns on the TV, <laughs> electricity goes out, the whole side of the house. And I'm like, okay. And then they try to turn it on again. <laughs> electricity goes out. And like I said, they were like not joking. They, they wanted me to do specific things. And because so many great things were happening, I was just like, I was pretty much, I was on board. I was like, holy shit, like, this is, this is amazing. There's one entity that, one of my patron deities that I work with, he's actually the, the communication deity that I was talking about that I gave an offering to. He, his number is 333. And I wanted, I, I found out my car, like someone stole the catalytic converter and I just wanted to get rid of it. And the day that I was like, I need to get rid of this car because I got the registration bill in the mail. And I'm like, I don't want this car anymore. That day at 3.33, someone comes knocking at my door and, <laughs> and the, the woman's like, are you selling your car? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was just laughing like, uh, yes. And you know, it turned out this lady was trying to buy a car from someone down the street and they sold it before she got to it. And, uh, you know, she basically bought the car and I was, she was like, how much do you do you want for it? I'm like, I don't know, 300 bucks. Just go ahead. And they gave me the money and they took the car. So it was just like I used to, I went from being someone who was super fucking anxious all the time to just not I, I, I'm hardly ever anxious. I'm not I don't worry about shit because I know spirit has my back. Hearing how Rani used to be an anxious mess like myself gave me hope that I can also learn how to remove my unwarranted fears. Even when our tech kept messing up and we had to restart, I was getting so nervous that Rani would get annoyed, but she was so unbelievably chill. I'm so sorry about this. Yeah, no worries. I am cool as a cucumber. And to do this type of work, you have to be that chill and level-headed. You have to have so much trust. And Rani's total faith in the deities who speak to her has led her to the most miraculous events. Oh, oh man. Well, the, the, the what really, really big one that showed me that miracles are real and that what I was doing was um, very important is um, was sick. She had cancer. She had like a very, can you hear me? I'm like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't tell this story. Is this a story that shouldn't be told? (gasps) (laughs) The story continues after the break. 
Before I became a podcaster and paranormal investigator, I used to be a full-time animator and character designer. And podcasts kept me company while I drew, especially paranormal podcasts. One of my favorites was Jim Harold's Campfire. I would actually be shocked if you hadn't heard of it because it's one of the OGs. In fact, it recently celebrated its 13th anniversary. But if you haven't heard of it, it's a call-in show where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories with Jim every week. The story topics range from ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, and stories that can't be categorized. You're listening to my show right now, so I know that you love non-fictional paranormal stories. Stories involving the serial killer Ted Bundy, or a man who owned a haunted hotel. And also heartwarming stories of deceased loved ones coming back to say hello. Jim Harold's Campfire was a huge inspiration for me. So do me a personal favor and tune in to Jim Harold's Campfire on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to Stories with Sapphire. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't tell this story. Is this a story that... Before the break, I was having more connection troubles with Rani, right as she was about to share the biggest miracle that had ever happened to her. She decided to censor the name and was able to continue from there. A family member was very sick with cancer. And basically, like, this deity came and told me to start giving them offerings. This deity, the symbol was a rooster slash chicken. So this is in the beginning where I was like, okay, I'm kind of crazy listening to these things, but I'm going to just follow along. So one day they came down because I was giving flower offerings and things. And one day they came down and told me to cut some potatoes. And this sounds like crazy people shit. But yeah, they told me to cut some potatoes and cut some lemons in half and bury it in my backyard. And I was just kind of like treating it like a science experiment. I'm like, okay, you know, it's not going to hurt anything. So I <laughs> cut these potatoes and those, these lemons buried in the backyard. And um, next thing you know, she's texting me and she's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I was trying to get rid of this laundry basket. She doesn't live anywhere like near farm stuff. So she, she tried to get rid of this laundry basket and apparently... Someone pushed the laundry basket back against her door and put a live chicken in it. A live fucking chicken in this basket. And she took pictures of it and I was like, oh, it's a really cute chicken. Like, it was this white chicken. I've never seen a chicken so cute before. But also I'm like, oh my god, like, this is like a chicken deity that's supposed to be a healer. And moments after I did this whole ritual to them, there's a chicken in this basket. <laughs> so basically, I was like, am I supposed to keep the chicken? I was going to try to take the chicken. I was like, I don't want to sacrifice a chicken. But basically, I heard from spirit that my prayer had been answered, that she's healed. And soon after that, it was almost like she never had the cancer. It was like, there was, it was very, it was just 
I don't know. It's a miracle. I was just so happy, felt so blessed. Yeah, that was one of the first miracles of many that happened. The crazy thing is people are like, wow, that's interesting, but not like, whoa, you know, like that. They didn't correlate uh, that with her healing, which to me was like, okay. There were, there were a lot of times where there were really big miracles happening, and I, I noticed these crazy things that were related to the work that I was doing, and a lot of people were not correlating the two. And I learned through spirit that it's not necessarily my job to, like, take any credit for this stuff. I just do the work. And then miracles happen. And really fantastic things happen. And I don't have to worry about money or anything because I get hooked up by doing this work. And I don't let anything worry me or stress me because I know that I'm doing the work of, of our creator. Someone had stage four melanoma, and actually their mom just wanted to me to do a fun reading. But when she told me about this, I heard from the healing deity that I work with to light a specific candle for them and do a clearing on her. And this was through Zoom. So I lit this candle, and the candle's going nuts. Like, it had beads wrapped around it, and the, the beads just kind of melted away, and it was just this huge flame. And I basically, when I do this work, I'm allowing spirit to, to work my, my hands. So I'm, you know, clearing her throat, her, her, her body, and moving, like seeing like her blood moving or whatever. After that, I ended up, I, I had to go through my own surgery. But after that, I talked to the mom and she said they went back to the doctor and it wasn't stage four anymore. It was stage one and they were able to remove it. So I was just like, oh shit <laughs> like that's pretty fucking fantastic you know but they tell me that miracles are normal I don't really choose who I heal it's like people come to me when they need it and I just do the work through spirit but sometimes there are people who I don't work on because spirit says I shouldn't or for whatever reason never really ask the reasoning behind what I do I just do it because if I asked too many questions I feel like I'd lose my fucking mind <laughs> I just basically do the work and I I trust that everything is going to be golden you know after we stopped recording Rani told me that someone kept trying to interrupt our interview it was an older man someone who passed recently he kept saying I'm here I'm here she said that he wanted me to know that he was proud of me and to not be a stranger. I immediately felt this blanket of warmth engulf me. I knew she had to have been talking about my grandpa. Then later that night, I had a dream that I will never forget. I was standing on the balcony of some outdoor mall taking photos of my family. And as I was swiping through the photos, one caught my eye. Standing next to my grandma, staring right at the camera, was my grandpa, smiling at me. And I remember thinking, wow, I can't wait to wake up and tell my family. That was the very first time I dreamed about him since he passed. And believe me, I would lay in bed every single night asking for him to show up, and he never would. 
Maybe I wasn't ready to see him before. Even the way he appeared indirectly felt like he was easing me into this new form of communication. This was just the beginning of the changes Randy set forth in my life. About a week or so later, Rani had messaged me and said that she felt I could benefit from a reading and healing. It wasn't something she offered to everyone, but felt called to offer it to me. I was honored that she asked. So I went to her home the following week on the day of the next full moon. Her home, by the way, was the coolest house I'd ever seen. Every inch was filled with fun monster masks and creepy artwork, truly a horror fan's dream. I also got to meet her adorable corgi, Tupac Shakorgi. We sat at her dining table and got to know each other better before the reading. I am such a socially anxious person, so whenever I immediately vibe with somebody, it feels even more special. I felt I had met Rani many lifetimes ago, and considering we share Subuano heritage, I may not be too far off. I explained to her that even though I work in the paranormal and love ghost stories, I have always been afraid to truly open myself up to experiences, and my fears expand across all facets of my life. I end up stuck in uncomfortable situations because I'm afraid of speaking my truth. But the last couple of months have made me realize that I am finally ready to step up my spiritual game. I don't want to be so fearful of everything anymore. So Rani explained what she thought would be the most beneficial for me and walked through the types of healing she was going to perform. Then we moved into her bedroom, which was just as cool as the rest of the house. She had so many beautifully decorated altars dedicated to different deities. The power and veneration in the room was palpable. I sat on a pillow while Rani opened a circle, inviting the guardians of the seven directions to come and protect us during the reading. Tupac began barking, but then barked more quietly after the circle was open. Apparently, that was something he did often. It was incredible. So the first thing Rani did was bone throwing, which involved throwing a mixture of items that each represented different things onto a blanket and interpreting the way they landed. She was pouring the items from one bowl into another, and three items fell out. The first one was a wishbone, which she said represented my wishes that were about to come true. The second one was what looked like a tiny pelvic bone, which represented my connection to source. The third item made Rani chuckle. It was a small seashell that stood for my grandfather. We were already off to an interesting start. I won't be sharing the details of the rest of the reading because it was personal, but I will say that I was astounded by how much everything resonated with me. Everything we talked about at the table came up in the reading. I knew that I was in very good hands. Then came the clearing. I sat in a chair while Rani's partner, Sig, drummed a hypnotic beat. Rani moved her hands around my body as she cleared any energetic blockages I had. This was my first time receiving anything like this, so I didn't know what to expect. But I tried to relax and maintain an open mind. The two moments where I felt something inside me move was when she opened my heart space and my throat chakra. 
It was a very subtle sensation, but I definitely felt something. Maybe because those spaces had the most blockages to be moved. At the very end, she placed her hands on my shoulders, and I immediately started crying. I felt a huge emotional release. It was a really powerful experience that I can't effectively articulate. As I'm recording this episode, it's only been a little over a week since I met with Rani, and so much shit has gone down. My husband and I opened escrow on the spooky haunted home of my dreams, and I was visited by a spirit in the middle of the night. But that is a story for another time. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Rani and my ancestors guided me towards these events. And for that, I am endlessly grateful. So I believe that a lot of people can tap into spiritual gifts, but everyone has their own gifts that are a lot more powerful. My work has been a cultivation of multiple lifetimes. And me doing this work now is just a remembering of past lives of working miracles and working with spirit. But I believe anyone can tap into their own gifts, whether it's you know, the, the Claire gifts like hearing spirit or working with spirit or seeing spirit. Everyone can tap into these gifts. And actually the past, I would say the past two or three years, spirit has told me that a lot of people are going to start awakening and having a lot more gifts. So that is actually, that's why I started Magic Agogo, my courses online, to start helping people learn how to tap into their gifts in a practical way. Pretty, they're free, so they're, they're already online. I'm just doing the work. <laughs> if you are interested in living the most magical life you can live, then visit Rani's YouTube channel, Rancig, to watch her video course, Magic Agogo. Rani also offers pay-what-you-can sessions that you can book at her website, magicagogo.com. That's M-A-G-I-C-K-A-U-G-O-G-O.com. Link is in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today. Stories with Sapphire will return with a brand new season after a brief break, but stick around because there will still be bonus episodes. Have you ever witnessed a miracle? Send me an email at storieswithsapphire at gmail.com. If you like what you heard and would like to support this independently run show, consider becoming a member of my Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash storieswithsapphire to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe to YouTube youtube.com slash sapphire sandalo where i post animated spooky stories and more salamat and good night stories with sapphire is created and produced by me sapphire sandalo music written by sapphire sandalo special thanks to rani agogo for more information on this episode and my guest visit storieswithsapphire.com